Hey there. Welcome to the in-between. Um, I'm sitting here with Colson and Chris, because Paul's on a family vacation. Hi there. Um, yeah, he is. Next next week, Chris is going to be gone um, on a classified mission. That's right. Work-related, classified. We'll we tell would, you about it next week. We would tell you, but... Then we'd have to kill then you. Then we'd have to kill you. So... And we don't. No one wants that. No. So we'll we'll talk about it next week. Paul's when, isn't classified. You're gone. Yeah, he's on a family vacation. In in like in, in the in, in on a Disney property, right? Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Doxing, it's probably doxing. <laughs> hey, you learned a new term. <laughs> um. So if yeah, if any of y'all want to go find Paul, that's where he is right now. But he's probably. I wouldn't disturb him. He's probably getting his picture taken with like a princess or something. Right now. Probably in one of those like uh, shops where they like do do up the little girls like the like the princesses. They give them like the hair and then the big dress and all of that stuff. Yep, because he's taking his two little girls to Disney World. That's pretty awesome. It's probably the most girly experience Paul has ever had in his entire life. Right now, got to be up there. I mean. I don't I don't know that for sure, but it seems like there's a, there's going to be a lot of pink. Maybe. I, <laughs> have you been to Disney yet? Nope. I'm just saying. I believe it. I believe it. Well, I bet he's having a blast. <laughs> at the happiest place on earth. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Man, that'll be great. I'm glad I'm excited to hear about it. Is he coming back next week? I don't assume so. Yes. No, oh, yes. Gregory, he'll be, he'll I just be back know. next week. We can ask him about it. When I, when I was there, you know, we went in January of 2020. Talk yeah. about timing. Golly, oh, just in time. And uh, and we had my favorite thing. One of my favorite things we were there was a family that was wearing T-shirts. Mm-hmm. And the, the kids said, all the kids, there's like three kids, and the kids all said, the most exciting experience of my life. And the moms said, the most exhausting experience of my life. And the dad said the most, most expensive, expensive experience of my life, and it was <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'm like, and good. that was Can totally you all pose our for a picture? Yes, exactly. Can we get a picture with your shirts? <laughs> it was. We're like, yes, yes, so true, so much truth in this. My kids still don't know that their mother is going to Disney World in December. <gasps> Hope they don't listen to this podcast. Yeah, they don't oh. listen to this podcast. <laughs> but Lori so does. Find Shame on you, Lori. That's right. But thank you. But you and you mean because she's going without you too? No, I'm fine. <laughs> um, it's it's the kids. No, and uh, Bopa, her her dad actually almost gave it away. Um, last time they were here, he was like, "So how are they going to do while the girls are? I mean, what are you and the kids going to do while the girls are at Disney?" And you should have seen the look that my wife gave him. <laughs> Oopsie, Bopa. Like, we're moving on. Bopa. There's yeah. nothing happening here. <laughs> the kids had no idea. They never pay attention to anything at the dinner table. <laughs> when it finally pays off. When the kids ignoring you finally pays off. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. That's nice. If you don't say candy, I think exactly they're not right. listening to you. Unless you spell something. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then they're, they're all like, they're like, wait, wait, sorry, what? What was that? Right. Yeah, because they can all spell now. That's a bummer. I've ever told you about I was so into spelling things with Mark and Ellie. We got so used to getting away with everything by spelling it yeah. that I once spelled uh, something in front of the young guns who are 19 in an effort to keep them out of the loop. Oh, man. I, I, I And I am not, I mean, I played it off as yeah. like, 
I looked over and I was like, oh, wait, I'll bet you some of you can spell. Like, I played it off yeah, like yeah, to be yeah. a jerk about it. But in your. <laughs> but the truth is, I just, I, I just tried it. to spell something so they wouldn't know we were going on a TRIP. I, I told. And. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Like, oh, wait. Who yeah, was, some of y'all who was the straw bus at that time? I don't remember who was sitting there except that Jeff Suggs was sitting there. Okay. And so I remember Jeff looking at me like, what? But that, that may just because Jeff didn't know what I spelled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Jeff. Man. We love you, Jeff. <laughs> You're probably not listening. Jeff was either. like, tripe. tripe? Um, <laughs> all right. Nice. Okay, cool. But wait, hold on. Bopa? Bopa is what is they a, call Lori's, is that a Lori's fam- dad. Family, family name? I haven't heard that one. No, I've never heard it either. So that's what we did. Nice. Gigi is her mother, and that actually makes sense because she's Grandma Greer. Oh, yeah. But she'd rather go by Gigi, well, which that's makes good. sense to me. Nice. I thought she just wanted to go by Gigi because that kind of sounds like a grandmother name. But no, she she actually had a purpose behind it. Way to go. Way to go, Gigi and Bopa. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Chris, I interrupted you. Oh, I doubt it. It certainly wasn't important. Okay. Well, you said you had some fun things for us today. I do. Okay, so combining. Mm. Uh, everybody pull out your Bibles. Got it. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. All right, ready? John has his on his iPad. <clears throat> That's right. Uh, I'm ready. All right, Mr. Colson. Yes. Can you please read Luke 2, 22? Genesis, Through Exodus. 35. Um, you said Luke 2? Luke 2, oh. 22 through 35. And listen, keep in mind, we're talking about we've been waiting for so long. Yeah. And we've slowly been building this concept of of waiting. Yeah. Being kind of the main, uh, kind of the main message in so many ways. Yeah. Um. And had the significance of that and how that's going to be playing out. Like, I've been going through the, the waiting psalms that are about waiting or whatever. And and then we talked about, like, who nearly missed the advent. Uh-huh. And then then what struck me was that I, I nearly missed this person as exemplifying everything we're talking about coming together. Ready? Mm-hmm. Go. Yes. And when the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, they brought him to Jerusalem, or up to Jerusalem, to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him. Waiting. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to keep going? Keep going. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people, Israel. And his father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign that is opposed and a sword that will pierce through your own soul also, so that 
thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. How about that? Mm-hmm. So, going to have some fun with Simeon. That's so awesome. I've never studied. Yeah. In any in-depth way. I mean, I've yeah. talked about it, but I've never studied, okay, who is this guy? What's his story? Yeah. All of it. So, I'm... I'm kind of excited about doing that. Well, that's his story. Yeah. Do we not, not know much about no, it? He's not mentioned anywhere else. But of course, once we dig into it, like we learned about Sylvanus. Sure. Um <laughs> that we're gonna learn about Sunday. Learn about Sylvanus. Oh, that's who Sylvanus is. Well, oh, and his, yeah, I should have I known. I mean, that. he's in all the do we already talk about this and I just missed the Thessalonians? It? Probably not. Oh man. So sorry. You know, I just guess what? Guess what the uh, guess what the so the, my name's Christopher. Yes. Call me, everybody calls me Chris. Yes. Guess what the equal version of that is for Sylvanus. Sylvia. Close, <laughs> so close. It's it's like Sylvia. It's Silas. No so, way. Yeah. So the Silas of Paul and Silas. Yes. Same guy. Oh, really? I mean, we can't know that with a hundred percent certainty. Yes, we can, but because it's pretty darn. First Thessalonians and Second Thessalonians say Paul, Sylvanus, and Timothy. Right. Either there's a total to the church other... of the Thessalonians. Yes, I doubt it. I do. <laughs> I, I think it's absolutely unreasonable to think it's anyone other than. But I will say what's Silas. funny is at the end of uh, when the final greetings, whenever he talks about um, in First Peter, sorry, when at the end of First Peter he talks about Mark, my son. Oh yeah, there's the other one. There's a reference to Acts twelve twelve. Which just, I mean, this, again, those of you that didn't know, Mark's first name was John. John Mark, right, exactly. So John Mark, whose mother's name was Mary. Of course, And it's right. like, guys, do we have any other names? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> that's the whole purpose of helpful. names is to delineate people. <laughs> it's to let us know who they're not. Ugh, terrible. George Foreman. So the saying, this whole concept of... Uh, yeah, they're naming their kids based on what they were going through. Sure, but still, Dad Gummit. It's still really confusing. They're all Mary and John and Yeshua. So, anyway, what struck me is this person of Simeon. I'm excited to dig into his, stalk him for a while, and see what his the le- church legends are about him and what the everything. But what a great example! The other people who I came to and realized are uh, Zechariah uh, is John the Baptist's. Dad, dad, and mom, who talk about waiting. I mean, they were they had been gotcha. barren and yeah. were waiting their whole life to have a child. And so, anyway, like what I've discovered is a whole lot more detail. Like a whole, it's just just reading through the Christmas stories, mm-hmm. um, discovering a lot more waiting. Once I put that theme in my brain, yeah. Um, and and now I'm intrigued by the whole thing. Like, um. You remember what our theme was last year? I didn't until I looked it up. So this is a good news of great joy. Thing. Yes. Did you? I made the graphic, <laughs> so I remember typing it out many times. That guy. Wow. I had sign no, guy. I had no clue. I was like, wasn't that when we did Ruth, which was at least two years ago, maybe no, four years yeah, that ago? Was like a, it's a long time. I can't even find it. It's been so long ago. It was a good series. That was right after Judges. Yeah, that, which mm, tells you how long ago it one was. One of the last times that I did the sign or not the sign <laughs> yeah right. the sign it might as well have been a sign it was so bad <laughs> we guys we used to i don't know if anybody remembers but the graphics for this church used to be poorly done and then we got colson stop uh, that stop Th- that. then we got you and when a huge step up and then patrick 
took it a step up, and then it went back to you, and it was still. Yeah. I mean, again, remember that. Remember the pink and orange hands clasped yes, together. I do. Okay, I'm, so I'm it could be yes. worse. It could be worse. We it could was, be. It was worse. We could going be way using back. that, but. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying. We're we're at a different level now. We are totally. Thanks, Colson. Hey, you're welcome, and I'm excited for this. Yeah, for this, this. Is and so, and we're calling it just so that for for those of you listening, we're calling it. We've been waiting for so long. Uh, yeah, something like that. Waiting for so long. Yeah. What? We've been waiting for so long is what we said at the beginning. Yeah, that's we've fine. been waiting for so long. Yes. Great. So <laughs> that's Great. what we're doing, man. So when not I, that we have to have a label. Yeah, we, we do. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Yeah, that drives... Uh, or we've waited for so long, I think, is what we talked about. I like that. I've got the exact quote that we decided. Was, oh. We, we've been waiting for so long. We've been waiting for so long. Because I think that's the line Peter drops yeah. in The Chosen. Hey, go watch The Chosen. Yeah, whatever it is that me. Peter says uh, at the I fish. Done yes. Because um, we, will, we will definitely show that. Footage and then just to discuss that idea, but it's intriguing to me that we were wise enough last year to realize that part of what we needed in our Advent message was good news. Yeah, um, and I, and I think that, that intrigues you that, that we were <laughs> aware enough then. Because <laughs> yeah, no, I, we needed some good news was, last year. Yeah, I feel like that was so evident. Yeah, last year. I mean, it's just still feeling it. Yeah, that was uh, this morning. We had a little meeting of some pastors to to talk with the um, Billy Graham organization about William Will Graham, who is Billy Graham's grandson, mm-hmm. coming to Tyler in a couple of years and doing a celebration. And uh, and it was hearing Elam Swan get up and say, "So it's been two years since we did the whatever it was the other one that was called." I can't remember the actual name of it. The big City Fest. City Fest. There you go. That's right. And I'm like, two. I, I thought that was like seven years ago. <laughs> wasn't that? Wasn't that like a long, long time ago? It sure feels like it. Time has yeah, that been was... strange. But man, so many, so many. T- I mean, right now I've gone from man, what am I going to talk about? To man, what am I not going to talk about when it comes to the topic of of waiting? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, but then to find kind of the patron saint of waiting during Advent, you also have, uh, Anna, yeah. um, whose story is right after his, yes. mm-hmm. um, the prophetess Anna, the daughter of Fanuel, which again, I've not dug into these. Luke is one of those books I've never done an intensive really? exegetical teaching of. I've never taught through Luke line by line. Is there a reason or no, just, it's just, just never? No, it's because he did Mark for like, yeah, I love Mark. Five years. And I love John. And so because of that, I teach those. And I've Thanks, never man. Been th- I really appreciate that. Yeah, I do. It means, means a lot to me yeah. here in my, in my heart. <laughs> man. All the Lukes out there, don't take it personally. Like John just took that personally. In the good way, though. Wait a minute. Um, no, we're ever, no one ever preaches on Colson. <laughs> <laughs> or Christopher. <laughs> you, mean, Christ. Christ. you mean Colston. <laughs> Colston. Yeah, might as well. Can be. we just real... real Brief. Just real briefly, if you hear somebody call Colson Colston, just stop him because we gotta we gotta we gotta make that go away. But here's the thing that's been my whole life, Coleman. I understand, Colton. but we're gonna stop it here at the church. So, Colson, <laughs> we're drawing a line here, this far, no further, no further. Here I stand. 
<laughs> I can do no other. That's right. His name is Colson. Colson. Um, it's like there's one spring. Ex- I was about to say. I was saying, and while we're on the topic, <laughs> there's only one spring. Yeah, South Spring. South Spring. All right. Um, <laughs> this oh, is, this man. Is, like we're talking in the, in the other podcast, we need a beeper. We need a yeah. buzzer. Like when, when Chris Sherrod uses the term balance, we need to like be able to beep him out. <laughs> That's right. No. Just, just where it just beeps like, like he's about a beep yeah. out. Like, That's what I said. I said we'll just, more beep. Yeah. <laughs> it's an explicit podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> we use words like expectation, balance, beep. and springs. <laughs> um, all right. So, man, there is. Fair is right out. <laughs> That's right. Wow. <laughs> Man, do we need Paul here? Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. So anyway, sorry, I am sorry, I'm Jill. Excited. Sorry, Jill. <laughs> yeah. uh, I am uh, I, like listen. So the the already even just the interconnected passages with mm-hmm. the one talking about them. Oh, I didn't finish talking about Anna. Advanced in years, living with her husband seven years from when she was a virgin, and then as a widow until she was eighty four. So we don't know exactly, but she got married, was married seven years. Her husband died, and she was a widow then. Now. And here she is, 84 years old, in the temple. She didn't depart from the temple, worshiping with fasting and prayer day and night. And coming up at that very hour, she began to give thanks to God and speak to of him, speak of, to speak of him to all who were waiting for the redemption of Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she sees Jesus, or, or sees Jesus as a baby being brought up to the temple, and she kind of apparently kind of gets excited about it, freaks out, and just and Simeon, who's I mean, I just, I just think it's a fascinating idea that it, it specifically talks about waiting for the consolation of Israel. Man, I can't wait to unpack that terminology mm-hmm. um, uh, and to really see what all... I mean, that's, that's obviously clear, significant language. Um, and there's so many... There's tons of Isaiah passages that I've been finding mm-hmm. about when God kind of is setting his people free of the um, slavery, the the conquest, and how much that language. Again, when we talked about Daniel, we were in Daniel, we talked about this whole, the people being, um, at that time, scattered. Now, in many ways, many of them are gathered back, but now in their home, in their own homeland, they're, it's mm. like being in exile, but at home, and yeah. under the Romans, after being under that way, under the Greeks. And we talked about all of that stuff. And again, we don't, we just don't have the um, the the right culture, the right mindset to think about this in terms. This is, I, I really probably need to interview, um, maybe interview some people in the African American church to ask about this this language, because I know in so many ways they over the years they have clung to and connected to this kind of language, the exile in my own home mm-hmm. kind of language. So I'm I'm looking forward to getting some time. I don't. I've only got a couple of weeks before we get started. I you know I wish I had uncovered some of this sooner, but I want to unpack this, this idea of being exiled in your own hometown, in your own home country and, and figure out what to do there. So, well, and you can also reference anytime you go to Israel now, there's a lot of the same feeling. In fact, when you're in Israel, if you're in the Jewish, if you're in Jerusalem and you're in the Jewish quarter, probably one of the pieces of art that you're going to see a few times is of a uh, bride a woman in a gown, probably with flowers in her hand, at the Western Wall. Yeah. Um, and the idea that she's waiting. 
Yeah. Um, there for, you know, the, the return, the, the Messiah, the, um, the bridegroom, you know, the bridegroom. And it's, Mm. it's heartbreaking. So that's like, that's a thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And it's, it's heartbreaking because we know they missed it. Yeah. Oh, guys, it's already, but they're, they're living in the same, uh, that same waiting. Yep. I'm going to pull one of those. Yeah, because that's important. Um, it's a, it's a tough thing. Um, it's a tough thing to wrestle with, especially, uh, it's a hard thing for some of us who have maybe felt too much at home where we are. Yeah. Um, I know that's like my, my dad is an East Texas boy. My mom is an East Texas girl. Um, dad has always, you know, when he was called to be a pastor, he never got to come back to East Texas. Um, but he always felt like, you know, East Texas was home, um, and never wanted to be anywhere else. Um, and now that he's back in East Texas, I think there's definitely that understanding of the, the longing that we have for our actual home. Um, and that being the only thing that will last because the East Texas that he grew up in isn't there anymore. Um, and I mean, that's just the case for all of us. Mm-hmm. I got the advantage of having my parents, like the, the house that I grew up in is, I mean, has been owned by a few different people now and I never see it anymore. And so there's an aspect of never really feeling like I'm at home um, because that's not a place I can go back to. That used to be a normal thing to that your parents still live in the house that you grew up in. Right. Very few people have that now. Chris, your parents still live in the house that you grew up in. From five on, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's very few people still uh, have 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 a, a family home that they um, can go back to. And I think there's there's that understanding that we have of that, like, we need a home. We need a place to belong. Um, and so many times we try to make this world into the place that we belong as Christians, and it's not. Like you, it's just not. Um, and we need to be okay with that because our hope isn't in this world. It's never in this life. Right. That's why. That's part of why this idea of it being that that waiting is such a key concept for Christians. Christians. Yeah. Um, gosh, you know what? what? Um, talking about communion. Yeah. Doing this in remembrance of him until yeah. he comes. Uh, that probably needs to come up in the conversation at some point. We yeah. do communion on Easter, but we, do, we don't do communion on Christmas Eve, do we? Oh, uh, yes, we have. We have? Christmas Eve. Yeah. I wonder if that should be... A culmination sure. this year. Absolutely. We're about to do it this Sunday. 
don't forget, this is a devoted Sunday. That's right. Um, we've got, guys, we've got eight baptisms. Wow. We were going to have and once 11, again, but are any Are any eight. staff... No, I don't think Getting, so. Doing baptizing? I don't think any of the staff are doing <laughs> baptizing, which is great. That's a beautiful thing. So there's going to be four in each Not service. that I don't love doing baptisms. No. I love doing them. It, but. Is, it is our desire to do baptisms, but it is also our desire for you to do baptisms. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, eight, uh, four in each service. We've got three family dedications, um, and we're going to take the Lord's Supper. And at some point, you're going to talk, which... Man, but yeah, got, that's usually we got we got a lot of stuff to do for this Sunday, so y'all be praying for us. Yeah, um, that's that's a lot going on. Hey, John, be encouraged. Thanks, man. <laughs> be blessed. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Be you. No, no. 